Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, where we share knowledge, philosophies, wisdom, and insight to help you on your journey in both sport and life. Introducing your host, Rob Riles. Hello and welcome to another edition of Leader Manager Coach. Welcome along to the podcast. It's Rob Riles as usual, welcoming you along to another episode. Now in today's episode, I want to talk about three or four key things that have been an impactful or have provided, should I say, an impactful learning for myself personally and for other people who've been around in my work life and community life in the past few days. And I feel that these are important lessons that can, we can extrapolate learnings from and can provide real key leadership, management and coaching understandings in terms of helping other people and obviously helping ourselves as well. Because as we've talked about many times on the podcast, and as many great eminent people will tell us, the first steps in being a leader, the first steps in helping other people, and the first steps in being able to do that, uh, create teams or work in businesses, family life, anything else that involves community, as our world does, involves first and foremost, making sure that we are treading the right path ourselves. You know, if you go along to somebody for some advice, some help, some assistance, and that person has not trodden the path, or certainly does not understand the path, and has not been along the road and done the work, the necessary work, and developed the necessary understanding and foundational knowledge that can help you, then it's very likely that very quickly you will come to a decision that the individual concerned is not able to do, let's say, what it says on the tin. And leader, manager, coach is very much about providing lessons and, and discussions that help you to be exactly what it says on the tin because character is everything. And as the one of the the great, the great veins that runs through the Stoic philosophy is that character is everything. Ryan Holiday talks about it many times that through it all, through whether we have a pandemic, we have a, a world situation, we have a, a great victory on our hands, we have great happy times, we have celebrations. Ultimately, through it all, this too shall pass and character is everything. So here on Leader Manager Coach, I want to share with you a few lessons. Now, this particular week, we are still in the throes of uh, a global pandemic, and I don't want to talk about that too much. It seems as if that is often all we hear and all we talk about. But one of my colleagues used a phrase this week, and I've heard it before, but it, it struck a chord with me. And that phrase was taking a hit. Taking a hit and it struck a chord with me because we are hearing an awful lot about compliance at the moment and it is a situation certainly 
in, in the UK, if not throughout the rest of the world, where people are being asked and even legally forced to show great, great amounts of compliance with guidelines and laws in order to create a certain outcome. And what's so interesting for me is that this provides a great spotlight on what it's actually like to live a good life, to achieve certain things and to do what is necessary. Because it's all great hearing about it. It's all great listening to the rhetoric. It's all right when it involves, in inverted commas, other people. But it only really comes home to roost. It only hits home and it only becomes meaningful when it impacts us personally. And the stories around this go that my colleague was explaining to me how a member of her family had the previous, on the previous night, started to complain bitterly and show a considerable amount of dissent around having to give up certain activities because of the necessary legislation or because of the legislation and the necessary actions to comply with that in order to reduce the spread of the virus. And this particular person who my colleague was talking about had for the past number of months gone along quite well and without much of a complaint or much of a word about the situation. And my colleague said to me, up to this point, all of the levels of compliance had not severely affected this person's desires. So this person was happy to comply. Everything was okay. They were allowed to do what they wanted to do. And they managed to be able to do that without too much of a personal impact on them. And then all of a sudden, the restrictions and the guidelines impacted more severely on this particular person. And they reacted. And they reacted emotionally. They were angry. They were upset. And they tried to rationalize why it should be that they could go about business as usual, do their own thing, and it would be, in inverted commas, okay. Now, they reckon that there are variable estimates that the level of compliance with coronavirus restrictions, uh, you know, are, are absolutely, um, certainly not 100%, and in fact, nowhere near. And on talking to colleagues, and other people. It seems that we are all in this situation, the majority of us anyway, whereby we pay heed to the restrictions that are not too painful. But when push comes to shove, when it becomes a crux situation, an acute situation where, where we are really tested and we really have to bury and deal with our own emotional needs and our own desires and the push 
and the, the, the desire, whether that's physiological or psychological, to actually go against the guidelines in order to achieve something, whether that's to see somebody, to go somewhere, to meet. Only when that situation arises do people step out of line. But people do step out of line, or so it seems. And this just brings out this particular Maxim that I want to talk about taking a hit because taking a hit doesn't doesn't come into the into the game until this particular point so doing things that are okay don't really affect you a little tiny bit inconvenient having to wear a face mask that's not really taking a hit what is taking a hit is being unable to go and see your own mother or father who is, in an, who is in a particular institution and is in a highly anxious emotional situation at the fact that they cannot see you, you cannot see them, they do not understand and it brings you to a very, very strong and deep emotional level and impacts you a great deal. When you see a child suffering because they cannot understand why they cannot be physically close to you. When you cannot travel to comfort somebody or see somebody, and maybe it is possibly the last time that you may see that person alive again, that is taking a hit. And ladies and gentlemen, we all have to take a hit. The question is, are you ready to take a hit? And if you think you've already taken a hit and you look back and it hasn't really hurt, then I suggest that up to yet, there's no reason you should have to, but up to yet, you haven't really taken a hit. You know, and, and this applies, this can apply beyond the virus because when it's that getting up at five o'clock in the morning to do your daily routine, going out at night time when you come in you're cold and tired and the, the nights are drawing in and it's dark cold and wet to go out what you've already committed to do in order to achieve your goal that is taking a hit and yes there is a difference between taking a hit for the good of the community and the good of the world rather than your own personal goals but I'm sure you understand what it is we're talking about and as Ryan Holiday talks about we don't need to call it from the hills. We don't need to share it. We don't need to tell anybody that we've taken a hit. What is important is one thing, and that is that we just do the right thing. The Leader Manager Coach podcast is available via the Leader Manager Coach app. Download it now to access the rich resource of unique, insightful, and educational material to help you on your own journey in football, sport, and life. Leader, manager, coach. For the game. For life. Available now on Google Play and Apple App Store. And what is the right thing? Well, it's not for me to tell anybody what the right thing to do is because I honestly believe that, you know, if you've got capacity, if you've got the mental capacity to make decisions, then you know what the right thing to do is. Inside of us all, we have a moral compass. 
It often depends on how close we are to that moral compass, how tuned in we are to that moral compass. But we all know whether or not we've been compliant or not. I've spoken to a good few people who openly admit that their understanding of compliance is about 99%. Well, my argument to that is that the virus doesn't care whether it's 99% or the 1%. If the gap's there and it's a 1% gap and that virus happens to be there, it will go through. There is actually black and white in this situation in terms of that, in terms of your understanding. And we all know whether we're being compliant or not consciously. And this brings out the other thing Again, we've talked about and, and I've talked about it on the podcast, particularly when I talked about the, the, the challenges of, of the current pandemic of community and how important it is, brings out and highlights how important community is. You know, we are, we are impacted in that we cannot do the community things that we used to do. And what has inspired me a great deal is how people have taken on and facilitated electronic and virtual community work through all the platforms, the videos, the, the, the IT, and people have maintained contact virtually and electronically and so on. And it's been nothing short of amazing. And they say necessity is the mother of invention. And I'm sure there are many businesses and many individuals and many projects that have been moved forward advanced many months and many years by the the actual demands that this situation has put on them in terms of maintaining their income, maintaining contact and creating a successful outcome and not just sitting at home and thinking, well, I cannot go and see that person physically, so we cannot do anything about it. But many people have gone online and learned how to do things electronically, which has provided masses and masses and masses of positivity, although it is not the same. But the whole thing brings out the importance of community, which is very much linked to doing the right thing. And I don't think there's many quotes uh, that are come as close to explaining what this means and the implications of this as the wonderful, amazing quote from you know, John Don, that do not ask or do not send to ask for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. No man is an island. So if you cheat and you do not comply, maybe nobody knows about it. But if you understand Ralph Waldo Emerson and you understand that no man is an island, then you only cheat yourself. Because at the end of the day, when somebody has a suffering in another part of the world, then that suffering will have an impact on everybody. It may not be obvious. It may not be there in front of you right now, but it depends on your worldview. But that is the essence as far as I can see it, as ex I've explained it in the best way possible. But as a leader, we need to make sure that we're open and we're ready and we're brave enough and courageous enough to stand up and take a hit. 
not because it's admirable, just because it is the right thing to do. And as we've already talked about, this this particular thing that we've got to deal with has made us all innovative. And, you know, innovation is there because often we are forced to innovate. And as I've already touched on, there are many things that people have innovated during this time. And some of the things that I see occurring with people practicing training, communicating, sharing and working together in collaboration in very difficult circumstances. It just means, as somebody else said to me, you're still in the game. You haven't downed your tools. You haven't thrown it all in the bin, thrown your arms up in the air and given up. You're still in the game. And the last thing that, again, that's linked, so all these things are linked together. We did a we did a podcast a few weeks ago and we talked about one of the great the great things that Eknathi Aswaran talked about and that particular thing was called throwing a pebble into the Grand Canyon and if you want to find out about what that was all about then have a have a have a listen just have a dive through the a scroll through the podcast lists and it's called throwing a pebble into the Grand Canyon but linked to that is and linked to innovation and linked to the things we've talked about and and necessity being the mother of invention how we've had to innovate and find new ways of doing things here's to something called digging a new channel now we are all creatures of habit it's how our neurophysiological systems work we 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 think something and then we may verbalize it. And then after we verbalized it, then we put it into action. And then we do it again. And then we do it again. And we do it again. And it goes from a, a one strand silken spider web to a great thick steel cord. Or it grows, it goes from a little trickle of a raindrop on the ground. And that creates a small channel and the water runs through it further and more and faster and stronger and in greater volumes and it becomes a smaller channel and then a bigger channel until it becomes a raging torrent in a Grand Canyon depth channel. And those that's the analogy for habit creation. Now, where's the difficulty? Well, the difficulty is in with two number one though is creating the channel in the first place where the effort comes in is starting the channel in the first place because at that point it's easy for it to get washed away for the water to run somewhere else and for us to break through the hard surface or the hard crust but once it gets established and the water or the thought processes or the actions run through it then it becomes deeper and deeper and deeper until it becomes a subconscious habit that is very difficult to stop. And once that water is raging and torrenting down, it's extremely difficult to stop. It can be stopped, but it's very, very difficult. But if you are starting out on an, a new innovation, a new collaboration because of the situation, congratulations. It's gonna be tough 
and as one of the originators of the phenomenally successful Nike organization said, it's gonna be messy. You cannot create an omelet by, unless you smash a few eggs. You cannot renovate a house unless you rip out the old first before you put in the new. So you cannot get strong and fit unless you get a little bit dirty and sweaty first. So it's gonna be tough at the start, it's gonna be messy, but that's what creating a new channel is all about. So the question I wanna leave you with this week on Leader, Manager, Coach is what new habit or new innovation or what is it that you need to do that's eating away at you that would make an enormous difference in your leadership, in your management, or your coaching, or your life. Dig a new channel. Start today. Leader, Manager, Coach, great to chat. Always appreciate your time. See you later.